Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about professionals using the iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. Hello there and welcome back to iPad Pros. My apologies for the hiatus, uh, lots of traveling, and did not have time to prep for an extra show during that, that travel. So I'm back, and today's episode is going to be all about the multi-pad lifestyle, as I have heard it on some other podcasts. That is dual iPads, using multiple iPads to get your work done. This is something I do, and today's episode is going to dive into that, the dual iPad, multi-pad lifestyle. So without further ado, let's get into the topic at hand. So the first topic I want to address is which iPads should you pick up to do this? So I've got a couple thoughts here, and I think the ideal solution is going to be two iPads that have the same screen technology. That is, I, if you're using True Tone, I would have both iPads using True Tone, as it'll be a major distraction for you. Uh, I believe to have the screens look different. The screen should look as close as the same as possible. Now, ProMotion is is good to have them both if you're able to, but True Tone is really essential, I think. So that means to me, uh, second generation second generation iPad Pro 12.9, and either the 9.7 or 10.5 inch iPad Pro as the second iPad. I really think a big iPad and a smaller iPad is pretty perfect. So you can have the big 12.9 iPad as the permanent kind of desktop iPad with a secondary smaller iPad sitting right next to it that you can just pick up and grab when you want to do something in your hands or more mobily. You can just grab that second iPad and be off and running. Now I say that True Tone's pretty essential and I really do love the technology, but if you're not in a situation where you're going to have two True Tone iPads and maybe you're, the, you're in a mixed environment, I would encourage turning that feature off because I have tried that where you have an older iPad and a newer iPad. And True Tone is what really will put you over the edge in wanting to upgrade to have the latest and greatest screen technology because it does make such a huge difference. And it is really noticeable when one display is set up that way and one isn't. So that is something to keep in mind. As far as capacity and storage go, I really think you do want a decent chunk of storage in each of your iPads. They don't need to be matched in size. For instance, I have a 512GB 12.9 and a 256GB 10.5. And I think 256 is a good size and having those on both would be fine as well. With that said, let's get to other hardware recommendations. These are accessories that I think are pretty great to have living out this multi-pad lifestyle. So the first I've talked about on past episodes, that's the Logitech charging stand. This is a stand for the iPad Pro that'll charge through the smart connector to your iPad. It won't charge at a super, super fast rate, but what this is for is really just passive charging throughout the day. And I find myself leaving my office with charged iPads by having them on these stands pretty much throughout the entire day. So the 10.5 inch iPad will charge fairly quickly on the stand, but the 12.9 does take a decent while to, to charge up. Setting the display to about 50% or so lets the iPad charge up 
in in a way that that actually works. But otherwise, it's good at just keeping your iPad at about the same charge. If you're using full brightness, it's going to allow the iPad to to have a fighting chance at not needing to be plugged in during the day. And that's something that I, I'm really, really loving. Not seeing the cables plugged in, not worrying about overusing your lightning connector. That, that lightning connector can only can now only be used for really essential periods where you need to plug in to maybe an accessory or something like that. You can even char- be charging your iPad while you're charging your Apple Pencil, which is a really cool feature. But these uh, Logitech bases, Logitech uh, charging stands, are really a great way to have your desk set up. I've got one for each iPad. They're sitting next to each other. They're both at the same level. They're both match and matching kit where it's... Just the 10.5 and the 12.9, same generation iPad, and it's a, a great setup. And to add to this setup, I've got a Bluetooth keyboard that allows me to connect to both iPads. Uh, it's the Logitech K811. This is a easy switch keyboard. Basically, there is a function key that lets you change between a couple different Bluetooth devices. And this lets you easily switch back and forth between your active iPad. So a way you'll be working with multi-iPads, that is two iPads at once, is you'll have one iPad as like a reference monitor while you're doing active work on the other one, typing and interacting with it in, in a much more active way than you would the other iPad. And having this keyboard lets you really quickly and easily switch between the two iPads, which I think is a really nice feature to have. And... Again, I got to say the Logibase is great. It really is. It feels like I'm docking my iPad when I get to work. I'm just taking it out of, out of its leather sleeve, throwing it into the, the base, and it's charging. And it's a great way to have your desk set up. Uh, along with, I use the Belkin stand with my iPad for the Apple Pencil. And I use a single Apple Pencil between both iPads. Now, this means you have to plug it into the second iPad and hit the pair button when you want to switch over, but I find this a better solution than having two Apple Pencils. I think that might be not necessary, as most time I'm working on one iPad for Apple Pencil stuff at a time, and I'm able to just use my finger for the other one. It would be brilliant and awesome if, in a future update, the Apple Pencil did work with multiple devices at once. It is beyond knowing that this does not work and Apple really should figure out a way to have one Apple Pencil paired with multiple iPads because it is a feature I think lots of people would uh, take advantage of. It's something that would be really handy. So that's my desktop setup for the multi-pad lifestyle. I've got the Logibases. bases. I've got two of them side by side for my 12.9 and 10.5. My 12.9 is in computer terms, my main primary display. And then right next to it, I've got the 10.5 as my secondary monitor. On that display, I'm going to have OmniFocus. I may have my calendar open. And it's that second display, the 10.5, is a really great reference display. Uh, I'll have Safari open with some different web pages sometimes. And it is really great 
at handling one app, maybe two apps at a time. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll have OmniFocus with calendar side by side, but most of the time on that smaller iPad, it's just one app because I find the smaller display classes not as good on that smaller iPad and really having three apps open at once is perfect. Having two apps open on the big iPad with one app open on the 10.5 is really ideal for most setups in what I'm working with day to day. Now, some other things I should mention, uh, the mobile setup, I do like to have things matched. So as I've mentioned, I have matched charging stands. I also have matched Apple smart keyboards and Apple leather sleeves that they go into. And I think it is a really great thing for when I'm on the go from mobile setups to have those smart keyboards and I can have both iPads set up next to each other with the smart keyboards. And that is a great option to have. And I do like having a smart keyboard for each of the iPads. So I can just grab whatever iPad that feels most appropriate for the situation and be working on that one. So that is some of the hardware and accessories now let's get into a couple of different techniques that I would encourage using, I should say. So something that I'll be doing is sometimes I'll want to do my standing desk setup where I'm standing up and working on my iPad. And in this situation, I like to have the main display iPad at eye level where I'm not really tapping the screen a lot that the main iPad is going to be in a situation where I'm doing a lot of writing work or something that I can get done with keyboard navigation. And what I'm doing with the second iPad, the smaller iPad, is that one will go in between uh, that charging dock in my hands. I'll be grabbing that iPad to do a lot of touch interactions. I will be manipulating the user interface and using AirDrop to send things to the bigger iPad. So AirDrop is something that you will find yourself using quite a bit with this multi-pad lifestyle of you're pulling maybe even something as simple as a URL up on your small iPad and beaming that over to your big iPad through AirDrop to push that website to that iPad. And I do this with a lot of different things. I'll do this with recording audio for a podcast. I'll record audio in our little sound studio at work and use AirDrop to send it to my big iPad that I'd want to do the editing work on. And this is a very common thing where there's something I have on a different device and I'll beam it over through AirDrop to the big iPad. Now, for text entry, I've experimented with a lot of different things for text entry. I've experimented with trying to airdrop text. I've experimented with the universal clipboard. And what I've found is the fastest way to get text from one iPad to another is just using the Drafts app. Uh, Drafts has a fantastic app for just getting text and pushing it different places. And its sync engine is really, really quick and effective. So the draft drafts app is my favorite way to get text from one device to another, and that is what I'd recommend there. Now, uh, one thing I want to mention is just how powerful the multi-iPad setup can be. So I just think of them as just different screens, and sometimes when you're working on a laptop, you want an external display to spread your workout, and the iPad's no different except for the iPad works in the confines of full screen and split screen apps. 
And that means it's even more useful to have uh, multiple setups, multiple screens, I should say. And one of the best use cases of this I found is when I'm working with spreadsheets. Now, I do weekly reports for work, and what I find myself doing is having one iPad open with the, the spreadsheets. Uh, most of the time, this is Google Sheets, and this is on the small iPad. And I'll have that as an active iPad where I'm entering numbers into. And then on the, on the big iPad, I'm using that to pull up all sorts of various data sources to find the information that I need to to input into Google Sheets. I'll have a calculator open on the big iPad, and it's a really great setup of having... Excel or Google Sheets open on one iPad and all my data sources available on the other iPad. And sometimes this includes having two instances of the same app open at once using multiple iPads. So I'll actually have Google Sheets open on two iPads simultaneously with different sheets of the same document open. So in Google Sheets, you'll have a file with multiple pages or sheets uh, associated with it. And something very common for me is to look at our monthly report and have on a second iPad the yearly report open and me referencing the monthly to get that data into the yearly. And that is so much quicker than trying to go f- tap from sheet to sheet. I'm able to have one sheet open for reference and be inputting on another. And this use case is really powerful and makes me really appreciate my setup every time I'm doing our reporting. So that is something really powerful and something to keep in mind. If you're something, if you're somebody that works in spreadsheets, consider doing the multi-pad setup. It's really powerful. Now, other use cases I should say is just, it's nice to spread out. And if you are in a situation where you need two instances of the same app open at once, This lets you do it, and it's the only way you can do it on iOS right now, uh, by having two devices, two computers of doing this. Now, I'll also, as I've said before, this lets you spread out Safari. You can have a lot of different websites open at once, which is really useful. Something I'll be doing a lot also is I generate quotes, uh, motivational quotes for my job, and that means I'm working in graphic design application like a vector program and I'll be pulling up the reference material on the other screen. So I'll find a quote in iBooks or something like that and I'll have that on a second screen. And there's thousands, I'd say, use cases of different situations where you'd want a reference screen along with something you're actively working with as an editing screen. So Think of your use cases at work or whatever situation you're working with your iPad at in and just think of all these situations where it'd be really, really great to have just a full iPad dedicated to reference, to glanceable information as you're working on a project. And that is one of the most powerful use cases, I think, of this multi-pad lifestyle. The other really great thing is with these iPads on these charging stands, I don't have to worry about plugging them in the charge. It's it's kind of like MagSafe, but even more so, it's just plopping it down on the stand and taking it, and taking it out. And something I do quite a bit is I'll just grab the 10.5-inch iPad 
and go off into another room to get a project done and come back to the two screen setup or say I'm going to a meeting. I can just grab the small iPad and be off and running. So having a small iPad for situations where a big iPad is really overkill is something really great. And even something like traveling, you can just travel with one iPad and get a lot of work done. And something that I would really encourage is getting a decent amount of iCloud drive storage uh, that will enable syncing to be that much better and lets you put everything in iCloud Drive, which I think is pretty essential to have your files syncing back and forth. So that is something also to keep in mind. And as far as app setups, I try to match my docs as closely as possible, but there could be situations where you want one iPad set up differently. That's not for me, but I could see situations where that happens. The program I use to edit podcasts, Ferrite, the one little assembling block I had with the multi-bats lifestyle is the keyboard shortcuts did not sync for me, but uh, most application that applications, I'd say, do sync their data, and this is generally not a problem for, for most applications you'll be working in. So that, I believe are all of my thoughts so far on the multipad lifestyle. The one feature that I occasionally use is continu- continuity, but find that it more often than not is not the most functional piece of Apple technology so far. So hopefully they improve this in future OSs. But uh, yeah, if you have feedback or questions about Implementing a multi-pad lifestyle or work work uh, setup for yourself, please email iPadProsPodcast at gmail.com. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions you have about this setup and using multiple iPads to get your job done. I'm a huge fan of it and would not have it any other way. It's really expanded what capabilities I am comfortable with on iOS and I really do think it's the way of the future where you have all these different displays in your life. You've got, you know, your phone, you've got your watch, you've got iPads and you know, in the desktop realm, you'll have different displays and some displays can cost a thousand dollars. In this case, your extra display is fully functional computer and having multiple of those makes a lot of sense to me and you know an ipad mini uh, has not been updated in some time but i would be curious to see what kind of use cases i'd find with an ipad mini pro if that ever came to be but for now i'm very happy with the 10.5 12.9 combo and yeah uh please send feedback to ipad pros podcast at gmail.com and if you would be so kind to review the show on iTunes, that'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, just search iTunes for iPad Pros, and I'd love a review. And once again, thanks for listening to iPad Pros. And we'll be back next time for another episode. Have a great week. Bye-bye.